Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm Tony Landry, your host. Uh, and the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little after 6 o'clock until 6.45 to the end of the football season, then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, uh, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And uh, with that, we're here at the studios of uh, Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240 uh, at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And with that, you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to uh, Kane Radio. You can now listen to Kane Radio, as I mentioned, on the FM band, 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240, and it will. And with that, Coach, uh, a big win uh, last Friday night uh, as the Catholic High Panthers uh, defeated the Lowerville Tigers by a score of 14 to nothing. And, uh, you know, I questioned, uh, you thought maybe it's one of your better defensive games of the year, shutting out uh, Lowerville uh, Tigers, which had uh, they can put up some points now during the course of the year. Coach, and uh, with that, uh, uh, I guess uh, just, uh, just an overall good win for your team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it definitely was one of our best defensive outings um, to, to hold them to, to no points. Um, you know, they got into the red zone a few times, but our defense always stepped up and found a way, you know, to make a big stop. You know, we had one turnover in the red zone. Um, you know, we had a couple turnover on downs, things like that. Uh, but, no, overall, I was very, very pleased with our team. You know, kind of like I felt like after the Franklin game, I felt like we it was a full team win. Special teams, defense, offense, all, all three phases of the game found a way to make things happen when they needed to. Yeah, first time in, what, three years, four years that the Panthers have beaten Lorville, I do believe. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, it seems like my memory goes back. Uh, I'm trying to remember the score last year and the years before. It was a couple of close games and uh, one over in Lorville and one here at Catholic High. And, uh, but always good. Now, the question uh, maybe listeners have or even fans – with each team, you know, just crazy round robin like uh, Catholic High beats Lauraville, Lauraville beats Ascension Episcopal, Ascension Episcopal beats Catholic High. Is uh, of course with the select and non-select is there? I guess with the PowerPoints, it's pretty much you have a co-championship if each team wins their games Friday night. Is that correct? Yeah. So if if all three win out Friday night, then there'll be a three-way tie for um, for district co-champs. Uh, which you know, as far as PowerPoints go, it doesn't play any any. Any, doesn't have any part in the PowerPoint system. Um, I know in some sports at times people would get a bonus point or half a point, something like that. But in football, there there is no bonus for for a district championship. Um, so you know, it's just really it's just for, for I guess for bragging rights for you know personal personal um, gain for the kids and all that kind of stuff. Um, those district championships. That's why there are some coaches and some some schools that don't put a whole lot of stock into it. But you know, I do think it's one one of the great things about 
high school athletics is having those those crosstown rivalries, those district rivalries. Um, so you know that is one of the things that we push for to try to win a district championship. We'll try every year. You know, as long as I'm I'm in charge of the program, that's one of our goals. All right, and uh, with that course, uh, each team has got to win there next. They do have each team has a game to play uh, uh, coming Friday night. As the uh, basically the Panthers will take on West St. Mary, and that game's going to be uh, in Baldwin, or is it going to be in? Uh, uh, um, uh, is it going to be in uh, basically uh, New Iberia? It'll be in Baldwin. Okay. Yep, we'll be so traveling last there. game of the year, they're taking on the Wolfpack. Of course, the other games are, I think, uh, uh, who goes to uh, – does Lorville go to Delcom, I do believe? I'm not sure where they – I know Lorville plays Delcom. I'm not sure where the, and the location think is. Ascension Episcopal, do they play Franklin? They play Franklin. Once again, I'm not sure where at, but, yes, they play Franklin. Interesting. So, interesting. Well, anyway, for our listeners, Coach – why don't you give us a little synopsis and a recap of the game last Friday night uh, with what uh, you can recall or have notes or maybe about that game Friday night. Yeah, um, you know, we, we went out there. We, we got the ball first. We, I don't remember who won the toss, but I knew we were getting the ball because we wanted to take the ball and they wanted to defer either way. So, I don't, like I said, I don't know who, exactly who actually won the toss or not. But, um, but we took the opening kickoff. Uh, Tristan Lewis took it for um, a 27-yard 27 27-yard 27 return, so it gave us pretty good field position to start off. Um, we drove down, um, had, a, I think we picked up one or two third down conversions to get, to get where we needed to be. And we ended up hitting a, a big pass play to Jake Wyman for about a 40 or so yard. Yeah, 46 yards is what yeah. I have here. Some, so, for some stats. So, um, it was kind of, you know, it was a play where it's kind of like a vert concept mm-hmm. type thing where actually their, their outside linebacker did a really good job of, um, contacting Jake and kind of knocked him, knocked him off his route. I think he actually knocked him down. Um, but Luke did a good job of scrambling, you know, when, when time started, the pocket started closing, he did, he scrambled out and Jake got back up and Jake did a great job of working the scramble drill and finding a hole in the uh, defense. And Luke found him, threw it to him. Um, and he, it was a race to the end zone and he, he got there, he made it in there. So we go up six, nothing. And Bennett Boudreaux hits the PAT. Um, he's been, he's been great on PATs, you know, all year since he, since he really came back, um, from his injury. Uh, but that's how it kind of started off, you know, defensively, we ended up kicking the ball off, um, we had a pr- pretty good coverage on that one. I think they might have gotten to like the 25 or 30-yard line. Um, but we had pretty good coverage on that. Then our defense came out and, and started off lights out. Had, got a, a th- quick three and out. Um, they went to punt the ball. We put some pressure on them. I, I don't know if Chris Green tipped it or not. He was close, um, but they ended up. He's had a lot of opportunities yep, this year, too. But they ended too. up um, having a pretty bad punt, so it gave us another pretty good field position. Um, we got inside the inside the 30 to about the 20. Three twenty somewhere around there. All right. Um, we ended up attempting a field goal, um, and it ended up being about half a yard short. Oh wow! Um, it was, a, I think, a forty-yard attempt, and uh, it was like I said, Bennett. Bennett got underneath it a little bit because he was hitting. He was hitting fifty-five yarders in, in warm-ups. Oh wow! Yep, he was kicking really well in warm-ups, and I think he got underneath it a little bit, um, and it just ended up being about. Any, one any, yard short. Did wind play anything in the game? No, there uh, wasn't. There Friday wasn't night. very much wind. Um, right. It was a little wet to start, like in warm ups and all that. We had like a little bit of a drizzle, uh-huh. um, a little bit of a rain, but not much. And once the game started, I don't think we had any. Once the game started, and you know, it doesn't make as much of a difference on a turf surface, right? Um, That's as, right. As, a, as a as a true grass surface, when with the, slipping when the and things of that nature. Yeah, but um, but then our defense came back out, did a pretty good job. I think we turned uh, forced another turn, another punt. Um, or maybe turnover on downs. I don't remember that time. Um, All right. But, you know, they did a good job. And then um, we get the ball back with, you know, very end of the first half, and we're driving down. Um, 
trying to go two minute drill we're you know we're real low on time we we hit some couple a couple big passes luke throws a couple pretty good passes um and then we end up taking a Hail Mary shot the last play of the half, and they end up picking it off. So, you know, like we talked about earlier, that, that really didn't hurt, that interception. It actually was probably, the, like I said, the second of best thing that could have happened to us because we're out of timeout. So if we would have caught it on the, um, on the field, I don't know if we'd had time to, to kill it or to kick a field goal or anything like that. So we managed to run out of the time. Um, and you're going to halftime with a 7 to nothing lead. And uh, what basically are you telling your uh, young men uh, with a 7 to nothing lead and, uh, and uh, you basically kicking off to Louisville to start the second half? Yeah, you know, we, we told them, like, like going into it, we knew it was going to be a 48-minute battle. I mean, they're, they're a good ball club. They're really well coached. Um, and, we, you know, we told the guys to treat like we're 0-0. Let's win the second half. Um, you know, we're already up right now. Imagine it's a 0-0 game going into it. And that's kind of how our guys went out there and played. Um, you know, defensively, we kicked the ball off to them. Um, they actually had a really good return. We got lucky that they had a holding penalty that, that pushed them back. Um, but, you know, they drove, I think it was like an eight-minute drive oh, wow. to start the second half. They drove it down and got inside of inside the – right around the 10-yard line. Um, and then we, we forced a fumble um, there. I think it was their quarterback kind of scrambled to the left. Um, Owen Morris came to hit him low, and he kind of tried to jump over. And as he jumped over, uh, Thomas Bollier came and hit him in the air and forced the fumble out. And, and J.D. Hidalgo got on top of it um, to, to, to recover it inside the 10-yard line somewhere, like 5, 7-yard line, something like that. So we got the ball back. We drove. We, we got out, got back from being backed up. Um, I think we ended up punting that one away. Uh, and then our defense got, got another big stop. Um, I think Karan Eugene ended up with a big pass breakup on a fourth down attempt. Uh, and then we ended up driving down. I think we scored on that next series, that next possession, which ended up being another big pass play from, from Luke to Gavin Roy. Um, kind of the same thing. You yeah, know, 41 yards. Yep. Yeah, you know, like um, like I was telling you earlier, I mean, the Lauraville came out. They played. They had a great defensive game plan. They kept everything in front. You know, they're trying to, trying to prevent the big play. Um, and we were fortunate we got two big plays on them, but it was it was pretty much on scramble drill type situations. Um, the one that Gavin scored on, he was actually the backside read where we should have probably been working front side, which I think Luke was. Um, but you know, like I said, he, he he made he made some plays with his feet and he found a way. He got he got out the pocket and uh, Gavin did a great job on scramble drill. You know, he 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 was running with Luke and then when he got to the sideline, he turned it up and went the other way. Um, and Luke found him for for a big play. Well, both those touchdowns just broken routes by the receivers, uh, basically. Yeah, like I said, like I said it, it was scramble drills after, you know, whenever we started getting some pressure. So Luke left the pocket, and they, you know, they just ran with him, um, found a way to get open, and Luke, Luke was able to see him. Well, with that, too, uh, of course, you uh, could score in the first possession of the game and then go down and later on, uh, early in the fourth quarter, I guess, score to make it 14 to nothing. And uh, uh, what were your thoughts and to your team at that period of time you're up 14 and what time would you just score in the fourth quarter early in the fourth quarter I midway think, through the fourth, quarter. the fourth quarter so you had a four, quarter the way 14 nothing lead going into the latter part of the fourth quarter and i'm sure you're preaching this uh keep them in front of you oh, yeah. let's make some plays and uh, heads up yep well i mean I, we we know that they're 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 a dangerous team they can come back i mean that's what they did to franklin a few weeks ago um, they were down. Well, they put it up 25 times, too, yeah. So uh, during the course of the game. And I'm sure being down 14 to nothing, there wasn't a whole lot of rushing time attempts they attempted at that time. Am yeah. I correct in that regard? Uh, they, still, they still ran the ball a little bit. They still did – you know, they still ran their offense. Um, but, you know, like I said, against Franklin a couple of weeks ago, they were down, I think, three scores going into the fourth quarter, and they came back and won that game. So, That's right, so we, we, we were very aware that, um, you know, they were capable of coming back. So – we wanted to press press the issue and keep pushing and, and keep working hard. Um, 
and like I said, you know, our defense they just played played lights out. They you know they gave up some yards here and there, but they always made the big plays when they needed to. Um, and we were able to um, end up driving the game out on offense. You know, we, were, we ended up pounding the ball on them, running a little bit. That last series, we actually ended up taking a knee um, where we probably could have scored if, if, you know, if we really wanted to. Um, so I was pleased with the way our guys finished it off. The guys, you know, they kept pushing. They kept working the entire game. And it was, it was you know, it was like I said earlier, it was a great, you know, all-around team win. Yeah, and uh, like you said, uh, with those drives, uh, when you have the ball, the other team can't score, you know, and you just keep the team making first downs. Uh, uh, that's all it's all about, too. Just going over uh, the ending statistics, Catholic Eye out first down to 17-14. You had 32 rushes for 161 yards. That's over five yards a pop. So that, that was a pretty good uh, – uh, rush account there. They were 26 out of 95, which is a little less than than four. Uh, receptions, meanwhile, uh, of course, you had 10 re- receptions for 138 yards, of which two of them went for 87 yards. They were 13 for 152. Uh, you were 10 out of 18. Uh, throwing the ball, Luke attempted all your passes that night. Uh, that, there were no yep. halfback passes. No, nope, it was all Luke. Okay, and then, of course, their quarterback was 13 out of 25. He had two touchdown passes, of course, the 41 and 46-yard TD passes. Uh, meanwhile, two interceptions, one a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. They had one interception. Uh, uh, they also lost uh, uh, two fumbles, too, during the course of the game. Uh, penalties, seven for 70 yards against Catholic High, eight for 79 against Lauraville. Third down conversion, which is pretty important. Five out of 11, Coach. It's not bad. Uh, they were six out of 15. Meanwhile, fourth downs, they were – is that accurate? They were one out of five. They went on in fourth down uh, pretty uh, pretty much um, is I what have, I see here. I have here. one of four. But okay. All right. But they may, I might have missed one. Okay. And then, of course, you missed that field goal uh, from 40 yards, approximately just a little short. Uh, with that so uh don't know i can't read the time of possessions ac- uh, accurately but uh there were basically uh 48 minutes in a game and uh uh they have uh, you had it for 46 minutes and lorville <laughs> for 46 minutes yeah. of course probably just an input error there in that regard but uh big javon brown 17 carries for 58 yards coach uh, pretty good night for him uh, pounding the rock uh, keeping you uh, on uh, in offensive going. And, uh, of course, Luke was six uh, carries for 50 yards. with those de- design plays, or is that was he scrambling out of pocket those, sometimes? Those are scrambles, yep. That, okay. was, that was scramble plays. And Marcus uh, Austin, eight for 47. Jaden Mitchell, one for six. So uh, did a pretty good job holding them down. Uh, 14 carries for one player uh, for 53 yards, five for 23, six for 18. Uh, you held them, like I said, to 95 yards rushing, which your def- defense pretty – did a pretty good job uh, holding them, uh, you know, because they, they were pretty explosive during the course of the year. Anyway, uh, just a big win for you uh, in that uh, regard. So, of course, if Lauraville had uh, won that game, technically they could say they were the district champs uh, in that. But uh, good to see the Panthers uh, getting out, winning a big game in that regard. And uh, now you've got uh, coming up, you got to play the uh, – uh, West St. Mary Wolfpack, that's going to be over in Baldwin this Friday night. Uh, anything, if fans who are going to make the trip, anything they need to know, uh, anything different, 7 o'clock kickoff generally uh, in that regard over in Baldwin? Yeah, you know, pretty much normal normal setup, 7 o'clock kickoff Friday night. Um, same old, same old. Okay. Well, anyway, it's time to take our first break. We'll come back and talk a little bit about the Wolfpack. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back right after this.
Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope and Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Hi, I'm Corey Ebert, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. B&L Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, uh, Coach, as we talked uh, West St. Mary uh, Friday night, Panthers looking to close out the year with the last regular season game. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the playoffs in a little bit. But uh, in the meantime, West St. Mary over in Baldwin, the Wolfpack, uh, give our listeners a little uh, what you expect them to throw at you offensively and defensively. Yeah, um, you know, they're not a bad team. Uh, I know their record's not great. They're 1-8, and eight, I believe. But they played some close games. They lost some pretty close ones. Um, and, Coach, you know, Coach Dwight Fodge, I feel like he's done a really good job since he took over there last year. Um, but, you know, offensively, they're, they're, they're pretty multiple. Uh, I think they're mainly out of 10 personnel. Um, they're pretty balanced run to pass. Um, it varies by formation. Uh, but I think their, their, their top formation is 10 personnel. They'll do some 2 by 2 and some 3 by one But They also do some, some heavy packages um, where they'll have basically like three backs and, and a tight end and one receiver and some different things that you know, you got to prepare for. Um, they don't do it a whole lot, but they, they will run some different formations, some different looks. Um, they're obviously a heavier run team out of those heavy packages and throw the ball a little bit more out of those 10 personnel packages. But, um, but they go back and forth, and they do, like I said, they do some pretty good things um, here and there. Um, they have some pretty good low athletes. 
Uh, I'm not sure how old they are. I know they were pretty young last year, um, so I, I would assume they're probably still kind of fairly young this year. Maybe maybe some juniors and sophomores. But um, were, were they run uh, the quarterback under center or shotgun formation? Uh? They're mostly shotgun. But when they go to those heavier formations like the the three backs and the two tight and all that kind of stuff, they will go under center in there. So so they do both. Um, out of ten personnel, they're more their passing situ passing formations. They're they're shotgun. All right. Um, and uh, defensively, what can uh, people who go to the game expect to see from them on defense? In defense, they've been pretty multiple um, with fronts throughout the year. You know, the last few games that, that we really broke down um, the district opponents, they're they're going to be. It looks like they're going to be mostly a four down, um, like a four two five type look, um, more but more man coverage, um, some cover four in, in the second end, but it looks like a lot of man coverage. Um, they do blitz a decent bit. They'll come from different areas and give you some different looks, and they'll do some false blitzes too where they'll walk up to the line to try to get your lineman thinking they're coming. They'll drop back in the coverage. Um, but like I said, they're, they're mostly a 4-2-5 look, um, a lot of man coverage and a little bit of zone. Anyway, so uh, basically, like you said, they're a formidable opponent. You can't take anybody lightly. Uh, anybody probably has a good game and you're not playing well. Uh, they can take you down even though they're having a rough year. You know, I think they're one and eight going into this game, but uh, it's something you just can't, you can't you got to keep your kids motivated and uh, have them realize that uh, you know if we trip up, we can lose this game. You got to play hard and get after them. Absolutely. And uh, with that, of course, the Wolfpack uh, over in Baldwin uh, with that coach. So um, good luck to you uh, Friday night, and let's see if the Panthers can keep it going with uh, another big district win. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk a, a few minutes about before we take our next break. Uh, the uh, the uh, power rankings are out for the uh, select in Division Three, which Catholic High is part of, if my memory is correct. And uh, with that, uh, right as of today, you're looking at uh, a fifth seed. Is that right uh, with Catholic Highs, with this shows anyway? Yes, that's what the um, the unofficial PowerPoints have. I'm not sure if the LHSA released theirs yet. They normally do it on Monday, I think. Uh, I'm not sure if they actually officially released theirs, but that's what um, I've seen on Go on Go Preps and on a, whatever site this was that you pulled it off of. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty pretty legit right now. Um, obviously, there's a lot of always a lot of jockeying that last week, so you never know how much movement there is going to be. But, um, but yes, yeah, so right now we're sitting five. Um, the top eight get a bye. So right now we're sitting where we'd be a, we have a week off after week 10 um, and then go from there. Yeah, beating some of those uh, three and four A teams, I'm sure, really helped uh, with your points in that regard, uh, taking down Leedsville. Parkview Baptist still, their only loss of the year is against Catholic High. Yep, they, uh, they have a tough one this week, though. They got, they got University Lab this week for their district championship, so that should be – should be a really good game between those two schools. And, uh, of course, uh, with that, too, uh, the Panthers, uh, as you mentioned, will have a bye. And if everything falls into place, hypothetically, uh, you'll have a bye that first weekend. And then you take on uh, a team uh, anywhere from, uh, I guess, uh, 12 to 28, uh, somewhere in there. So uh, I guess uh, the brackets haven't been officially released yet, uh, of course, waiting for Friday night's uh, uh, games. Uh, when do you anticipate they'll, they'll release the, uh, the schedules for Division Three Select? They normally release that on Sunday morning, I believe, because um, they'll post the, the final PowerPoints for coaches to see normally Saturday, Saturday night, because sometimes there's some Saturday games um, to, for coaches to have a chance to dispute if they feel like there's something wrong and all that, and they officially release the brackets on Sunday. Yeah, so as of right now, the 24th uh, 
ranked team in Division Three Select is Metairie Country Day, and uh, they would g- generally play Parkview Baptist to open up uh, if everything remains the same. Yeah. Uh, so nine would play 24, and 10, of course, 23 on down the line uh, with that. So I see where your uh, battery mate here, Ascension Episcopal, who are 6-3 on the year. They uh, are at 15th uh, in this playoff mode. And uh, if my mind serves me correctly, they would probably play uh, uh, 18. Is that correct? Um, a Homer Christian? Yeah, so they'd play 18. Yeah, so uh, they'd play Homer Christian. And, of course, they'd be uh, 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 the home team in that game, yes. if my memory serves that me is correctly. Correct. The top 16 teams host that first round. Obviously, the first eight have a bye. but So nine through – Nine through sixteen have a home game. Does a lower ranked team uh, have a, ever have a home game the way this is scheduled now? Yes, it's possible. Um, but any team that has a bye automatically hosts the second round because right. that, that bye counts as an away. All right. But it is possible in the um, the quarterfinals for a lower ranked team to host. Yeah, let me meet a team from uh, I guess how's my math? Uh, Eighteen or it's fifteen. Yeah. On so down. so let's just say. 18, so Homer Christian plays Ascension. Let's say Homer Christian would beat Ascension. All right. Then they'd play St. Charles. Okay. All right. Um, they'd have to travel saying. to St. Charles. Okay. But if they happen to beat St. Charles in the uh, regional round, then they'd host, they'd almost definitely host the quarterfinal round against whoever that would be. Well, St. Charles has got to play Newman this weekend. Yes. I'm not sure where that game's being played. I uh, think I saw it at St. Charles. Okay. Yeah, it's, of course, St. Charles. I do believe the defending uh, champ and select uh, uh, in Division Three is that is that right today? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, I think they won last year. In I think that. they won the last few years. Yes. Yeah, I know when they won when Frankie Monica was there, and then Stein, his nephew, I think, coached them last year. Not only won the football state championship, they won the baseball state championship yeah. two in Division uh, uh, Three select. Uh, St. Charles did in Laplace, Louisiana. And uh, with that, uh, so interesting, uh, of course, Newman's uh, St. Charles playing. Uh, New- both are undefeated. Newman's 8-0, uh, St. Charles 9-0. and Of course, Calvary Baptist, who earlier this year beat Westgate. Uh, <laughs> here, I think it was up in Shreveport. They're 9-0. and They're the number one seed, effectively, as of right now. Don't know who they have left to play. But to go off the list here, give you the top ten, it's Calvary Baptist uh, at number one, St. Charles Catholic number two, Isidore Newman number three, ULAB out of Baton Rouge, that's LSU's lab school. Uh, They're number four, Catholic High at number five, Dunham, the Dunham Tigers out of Baton Rouge number six, DeBarn Woods Charter, that's up in, uh, I believe, Union Parish. uh, They're number seven. Bunky is number eight. Parkview Baptist is number nine. That's a triple-A school, too. Elsewhere, number 10 is Notre Dame. Kind of surprising to see them uh, only 6-3 and three on the year, but uh, they've played up in a lot of games, I know, this year, and uh, they've got three defeats. Uh, I think they lost to Turlings Catholic. Southside. Uh, yeah, Southside. And Cecilia, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, they beat St. Martinville, I do believe. I yes. think they beat St. Martinville earlier in the year. So, uh, anyway, some interesting uh, numbers there, Coach, uh, in that regard. Uh, anybody that, uh, well, like I said, uh, this could change some, not a lot, but it could change some uh, with the standings. And as you mentioned, uh, usually Sunday morning they come out with everything. So we'll see where the Panthers are. And, uh, of course, a win a win uh, uh, Friday night, should uh, you should hold this spot. Yeah, don't see you moving maybe a, one or two spots either way. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean, if we win, I would think we'd stay pretty close to where we are. I would say probably the worst we'd drop would be seven 
yeah. best we could do would be four, I would say. Yeah, and uh, of course, the outcome of St. Charles Isidore Newman game and uh, and ULAB, uh, they play. I'm trying to remember who you, you mentioned who they may play the, uh, this weekend. Who's that again? ULAB. They play uh, Parkview. Okay, that's right. So, uh, interesting uh, games there, so in that regard. So, anyway, with that, Coach, uh, it's time to take our next break. With that, so you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio. And with that, Coach, uh, of course, uh, other sports taking place at Catholic High, and some uh, some teams are really doing well, too, in that regard. So uh, with that, uh, volleyball is uh, on top of the list, too, as the uh, Catholic High Lady uh, Panthers uh, have uh, done pretty well for themselves this year, Coach. Yeah, uh, before I really jump into them, I'll go, go over middle school and, J- and JV okay. football real sure. quick. Um, our JV team finished their season off last week um, with a win over Lauraville 7-6 on Tuesday. Um, they finished off with a 7-1 and record, so they, they, our JV guys competed really well this year and prepared the right way and did a really good job. Um, in middle school, both middle school teams are in the championship games this week. Um, our 7th and 8th graders play at, well, at STM against St. Pius on Wednesday night, and our 5th and 6th graders host uh, Cathedral at home on Thursday night. So two big games um, for two programs that have done a great job. You know, their coaches have done a great job, and, and they've been preparing, you know, the right way each week. Um, so, you know, exciting to see that. You know, I can't wait to watch those guys play and hopefully take home the championship in, in two two different divisions. So. Yeah, that'd be nice uh, to beat. Uh, you said they play, one plays St. Pius? Seventh and eighth grade plays St. Pius, and fifth and sixth plays Cathedral. Okay, so uh, two big games next week. Are they both playing on the same day, or is it two no. different days? Seventh and eighth is on Wednesday. Fifth and sixth is on Thursday. All right. So, win- so seventh and eighth grade Wednesday at STM, and fifth and sixth Thursday at home. Okay, so they'll be at home if somebody wants to go out there and see there. Do you know what the admission is? You want to go see uh, one of those uh, younger teams play? At Five dollars, six dollars, something like that. I do not know. Okay, all right. So you don't know, even know if they charge an admission. Or uh, not? They're going to charge. I know they charge something. I have no idea what okay. it is though. Concessions open too, possibly. Yes, concessions is going to be open. Okay, all right, which goes a long way in helping maybe pay for some of those uniforms too. If yep. you know what I mean. Yep, yep. Still, it's expensive to suit up some of those youngsters. Absolutely, helmets, shoulder pads, all that stuff. So, yeah, not cheap. Not cheap. Not at all. Anyway, coach, uh, volleyball next yep. on the uh, menu. Here, yep. Coach uh, Gary Westcott, he's got his uh, Lady Panthers as the number five seed in the state of Louisiana in the select. They, they actually ended up in the number four seed. Oh, he's, they moved yep, up they, then they, since they I printed jumped, this. They jumped St. Michael the Archangel in the final bracket. They are the four seed. So. Um, but, no, they, yep, they finished the year off 34-11. and 11. Um, Last week they played two regular matches, and they played five tournament matches. Um, and there are two regular matches. They won both. They beat St. Martinville in three sets and then Westminster in four sets. Mm-hmm. Um, in that big tournament, the ESA Spooktacular Tournament, um, which is always a, a real big tournament with a lot of different, lot, lot of 
quality teams there. Uh-huh. Um, they went three and two in the tournament. Um, they won two of the matches in two sets against Westlake and Archbishop Chappelle, and they won a three-set match over Ascension. Um, their two losses were to Edie White, which is the number two seed in yes. our division, and STM, which I'm not sure what they're seeded, but I'm sure they're one of the top seeds in their division. Yeah, as well. you can think that they're going to be either in uh, Division One. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they're they're always one of the one of the best teams in there. So yeah. So again, uh, do uh, this a 2018 bracket again? Do you know? No, uh, theirs is a 32. team It's a 32 bracket. team yep. bracket. So the 32 team is Willow School. I'm not sure where they're out of. Maybe New Orleans. But uh, in the meantime, Archbishop Hannon uh, is up there as one of the uh, favorites. Uh, E.D. White, as you mentioned, Parkview Baptist and Catholic High jumped over St. Michael. Uh, I mean, that's St. Michael out of Baton Rouge. Is that correct? Yep. Um, St. Michael, the Archangel. Uh, in the meantime, Vanderbilt Catholic, uh, Lafayette Christian, Haynes Academy, Iota, and ULAB are the top ten uh, teams in uh, in this uh, division, Division uh, 3, I do believe, in the select. So uh, Panthers uh, take on uh, a team uh, down here. I think it's Frederick A. Douglas. Is that yes, right? Yes, it's Frederick A. Douglas. And who's 13-9 and nine on the year. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's a school out of New Orleans, I do believe. Uh, I think so. I saw that uh, when I was looking at one of the regional papers. Uh, it uh, pretty much showed uh, them playing Catholic High, and they just had mostly the New Orleans schools. So okay. that was my estimation. They're out of New Orleans. So, uh, and with that, Coach uh, Coach uh, Gary Westcott uh, having a pretty good year and has uh, led the ladies for quite a few years. And I do believe the championship are in Lafayette again. I think in the Cajun yes, they are. They are there um, once they get into the tournament. So hopefully, our girls will be there. Um, the quarters, semis, and finals. I'm pretty sure quarters, semis, and finals are all the um, Cajun Dome. So basically the top uh, eight teams yes, are so going to be there? Yes, the top eight teams, okay. I, I believe so. With that, so uh, good luck to Coach. And when does that begin, Coach? So we play on Wednesday, so November 1st at 5 p.m. at home. Okay. Anyway, so big match for the Lady Panthers uh, taking on Frederick Douglass uh, here at home. Uh, you said Wednesday evening at Catholic High uh, yep, starting at time? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Okay, with that. Anyway, Coach, don't know if you have some other sports to talk about here. Yeah, um, our cross-country team competed in the district meet last week. Um, and a couple of the, the finishes, Anna Miles Crook came out 10th with the girls with a time of 21.53. And Jillian Ormantor, Audrey Ormantor, also placed um, – with their times of 25.06 and 25.34. And overall, our girls came out third place overall in district. Um, on the boys' side, we had two, two boy, three boys that finished in the top 25, Bobby Bonin, Bear Bayard, and Matthew Pellerin. Um, I don't know if the boys really finished as a team, um, but like I said, our girls came out third overall. The boys had three top 25 finishers. Um, they will run again on Thursday this week in the regional meet in Doosan. Um, All right. So, so you know, that's that's wrapping up, too. Um, but they've had a good season. You know, the kids have done a good job, worked hard. Um, also, the swim meet, the district swim meet is tomorrow um, on the 31st. We have one athlete, um, Brennan Bro, who qualified in an individual event, and a relay team has qualified for state so far. And we have two more swimmers that are just just outside the time of qualifying but are really close and might better get, might better get it tomorrow, um, Brock Anthony and Riker Jolette. All right. Who have done a great job. So hopefully they, you know, hopefully they can cut cut a little bit more time so they can make it in there um, this coming week. Okay. Anything else, Coach? That uh, that you would like to uh, 
talk about or um as far as sports goes you know basketball is getting started soccer's getting started i see them practicing you know day in day out um they still have a little bit of time i think or maybe I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks before they can they can start competing but um, All right. that's starting to get close to um on the other end of the spectrum, you know, non-athletics, we do have a couple things coming up. We have um, our All Saints Day Mass on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, for the Holy Day of Obligation, and that's always a, a fun, ma- a good mass to go to because our fourth graders host it, um, and they typically they normally dress up as all the different saints. So, okay, so that's it's, great. It's, that's pretty. Yeah, neat. it's pretty neat. It's pretty cute um, seeing some of those kids dressed up. So that's going to be on Wednesday um, instead of Thursday. We normally have mass on Thursdays, but because of All Saints Day, it's going to be on Wednesday. Um, I believe it starts at 9.20 is our normal start time for Mass. Um, we also have a fall musical going on, right? Well, not yet, but taking place um, this coming weekend. All right. Um, our fall musical will be performing on Friday, November 3rd, and Saturday, November 4th. So this Friday and this Saturday at 7 p.m. at IPAL. Um, so if you, you know, if you have a time and you have a chance to go and check out those kids, they work really hard, too. Um, you know, just like just like our athletes and, and our guys that compete in academics and all that stuff, they put in a lot of time, um, a lot of afternoons, a lot of late nights getting ready for those plays and for those musicals and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure it'll be great. I can't wait to try to try to go out there and see it myself. Oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of fun for those kids. Yep. We also have um, next Thursday will be our, our annual Veterans Day Mass on November 9th. Um, all veterans, well, everyone's invited to come is welcome to attend, but all veterans really are welcome to attend. You know, we're inviting them all. We'll have a reserve seating section for them. Um, we normally do, you know, a, a little special tribute to, to all of our, our veterans out there. You know, um, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have the life we have right now. So, Correct. so, you know, it's, we're very grateful for everything that they've done for, for us, you know, um, in, in every, all the sacrifice they've made and all the time they put in the, everything they put on the line for that all right um and we also have an open house coming up november 15th at 5 30 p.m for anyone interested in seeing what catholic high is all about that may you know may want to come here in the future um meet with administration meet with teachers things like that so we do have that coming up to november 15th um at 5 30 p.m all right anyway coach uh just about it uh for uh announcements and issues i should say issues but uh things going on at catholic high Anyway, Coach, uh, good luck uh, Friday night as the Panthers look to keep it going uh, against the Wolfpack of West St. Mary. want to wish you the best. And uh, with that, uh, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustang Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlock or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. 
CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. At Sesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sesta Engineering. Visa at Sestuel. Securities offered through Triad Advisors LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestuel are separate entities from Triad Advisors LLC.